Hello, and welcome to Little Philosophers, where Plato meets Plato. This is Josh, and I'll be your host. This is episode four in our Aesop series. And just like before, I'll be reading each story and then offering two or three questions after each one. All right, let's get started. The Stag and His Reflection A stag, drinking from a crystal spring, saw himself mirrored in the clear water. He greatly admired the graceful arch of his antlers, but he was very much ashamed of his spindling legs. How can it be, he sighed, that I should be cursed with such legs when I have such a magnificent crown? At that moment he scented a panther, and in an instant was bounding away through the forest, but as he ran his wide-spreading antlers caught the branches of a tree, and soon the panther overtook him. The stag perceived that the legs of which he was so ashamed would have saved him had it not been for the useless ornaments on his head. Is it better for something to be useful or pretty? What makes something beautiful? The Frogs and the Ox An ox came down to a reedy pool to drink. As he splashed heavily into the water, he crushed a young frog into the mud. The old frog soon missed the little one and asked his brothers and sisters what had become of him. A great big monster, said one of them, stepped on our little brother with one of his huge feet. Big was he, said the old frog, puffing herself up. Was he as big as this? Oh, much bigger, they cried. The frog puffed up still more. He could have not been bigger than this, she said. But the little frogs all declared that the monster was much, much bigger, and the old frog kept puffing herself out more and more until at once she burst. Could you puff your chest up so much that you explode? How can you tell when it may not be smart to do something? The Cock and the Fox One bright evening as the sun was sinking on a glorious old world, a wise cock flew itself into a tree to roost. Before he composed himself to rest, he flapped his wings three times and crowed loudly. But just as he was about to put his head under his wing, his beady eyes caught a flash of red and a glimpse of a long-pointed nose. And there, just below him, stood Master Fox. Have you heard the wonderful news? cried the fox in a very joyful and excited manner. What news? asked the cock very calmly. But he had a queer fluttering feeling inside of him, for you know... He was very much afraid of the fox. Your family and mine and all the other animals have agreed to forget their differences and live in peace and friendship from now on forever. Just think of it. I simply cannot wait to embrace you. Come down, dear friend, and let us celebrate the joyful event. How grand, said the cock. I certainly am delighted at the news. But he spoke in an absent way and stretching up on his tiptoes, seemed to be looking off afar somewhere. What is it you see? asked the fox a little anxiously. Why, it looks to me like a couple of dogs coming this way. They must have heard the good news and... But the fox did not wait 
to hear more. Off he started to run. Wait, cried the cock. Why do you run? The dogs are our friends now. Yes, answered the fox, but they might not have heard the news. Besides, I have a very important errand that I had almost forgotten about. The cock smiled as he buried his head under his feathers and went to sleep, for he had succeeded in outwitting a very crafty enemy. Do you think the fox was telling the truth? Do you think the cock was? How could you tell if someone is lying just to get you to do something? Is it ever good to lie? The Fox and the Goat A fox fell into a well, and though it was not very deep, he found that he could not get out again. And after he had been in there a long while, a thirsty goat came by. The goat thought the fox had gone down to drink, so he asked if the water was good. The finest in the whole country, said the crafty fox. Jump in and try it. There's more than enough for both of us. The thirsty goat immediately jumped in and began to drink. The fox just as quickly jumped off the goat's back and leapt from the tip of the goat's horns out of the well. The foolish goat now had saw the plight that he had gotten into and begged the fox to help him out. But the fox was already on his way to the woods. If you had as much sense as you have beard, old fellow, he said as he ran, you would have been more cautious about finding a way to get out before you jumped in. Do you think the goat should have looked in the well before he jumped? I wonder if it is always a smart thing to stop and think before we act. The Fox and the Leopard A fox and a leopard, resting lazily after a generous dinner, amused themselves by disputing about their good looks. The leopard was very proud of his glossy spotted coat and made disdainful remarks about the fox, whose appearance he declared was quite ordinary. The fox prided himself on this fine bushy tail with its tip of white, but he was wise enough to see that he could not rival the leopard in looks. Still, he kept up a flow of sarcastic talk just to exercise his wits and to have fun of disputing. The leopard was about to lose his temper when the fox got up, yawning lazily. You may have a very smart coat, he said, but you would be a great deal better off if you had a little more smartness inside your head and less on your ribs the way I am. That's what I call real beauty. What's more important, being pretty or being smart? Think back to the stag's antler and about the leopard's coat. Is beauty just about looks? This episode, I'd like to take a closer look at lying. When I read The Cock and the Fox, I immediately thought of a philosopher named Immanuel Kant. He was a very smart and famous philosopher for a lot of things. But maybe his biggest idea was this thing called a categorical imperative. Don't worry about the name. Basically, this meant that an action was always the right thing to do, or it was never the right thing to do. There isn't any in-between, where it might be right some of the times, or maybe not some of the times. So let's get back to our story. 
The cock flies up in his tree, and I'm pretty sure the fox is lying to him to try to get him to come down so he can eat him. So the cock comes up with his own lie about the dogs to scare away the fox. Now Mr. Kant would say, the cock shouldn't have lied, even if it meant saving his own life. I don't know if I can agree with him on this one. I believe an action should be thought of as right or wrong based on what happens because of it. If the cock lies to the fox to save his own life, I think that's a good thing. I don't think lying is a good thing in general. In fact, I would say it's almost never the right thing to do. There are usually ways to tell the truth in nice ways. Lying almost never results in good things, but to say it's never the right thing to do might be taking it a step too far. As always, thanks for listening, thinking, and wondering. I would really love to hear from you on social media or through email. Get your parents to help write me. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, or my Facebook group by searching Lil Philosophers. That's L-I-L apostrophe philosophers. My email is lil.philosoph at gmail.com. All the info is in the description. Thanks for listening. I can't wait to hear from you. This has been Lil Philosophers, where Plato meets Plato.